Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I just try to make it sound conversational. Oh, sure. So the people who are driving just feel like, wow, are they in the car with me? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nailed it. Cool. Right. Don't listen to the other stations. They're from the devil. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry, they're <laughs> not. That's a little aggressive. There's a lot of great stations okay. out here. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, you know what opens today? What? Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. 8-8-2023, Tuesday, huh? Huh? What jogged her memory just now? I think it might have been the word devil. <laughs> Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Beat, 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 beat. Jagged Little Pill. Opens today at the Orpheum. Awesome. I really want to see this. Well, then go see it, Donna. I think you I live will. one time. This is a, a Diablo Cody production. Oh, Devil Diablo. Ah, maybe that's what did it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got a, a Tony for her debut book of. A musical, Jagged Little Pill. She's got an Oscar for Juno. Yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up on that little local tie-in there. Okay? We could get you tickets tonight, 40 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty good. What else do you have planned? It's a school Tuesday. night. Oh, quiet, you. You quiet. <laughs> oh, oh. Would you spend $150 for a nice seat? No. Okay, sorry I asked. I would pay $40 for an okay seat. Okay, I could get you in the box right. It's the box seats on the right oh. at the Orpheum. Uh, second it. to last row in that box, but still you're in the box, baby. Okay. Yeah, oh gosh, I'd get you in the balcony for 40 bucks. We got a lot of nice $40 tickets, Donna. Okay, great. What, uh, what site are you on? Ticketmaster. Bye. For the good of the people. I love it. Or you could just go up to the box office and buy a ticket. Donna. Hey, man. Are you nuts? There's. I'm looking at a total of probably 20 tickets that are left for tonight. You can't roll the dice and just go up to the box office. This isn't the 1920s. (laughs) You have to buy it digitally beforehand, you psychopath. Wow. Sorry. That's hurtful. I'm sorry. I'm moving on. So Beyonce had a show in D.C. on Sunday night, and it was delayed due to a lightning storm. And because it ran late, get a load of this. Lay it on me. 
She paid $100,000 to keep the Metro trains running an hour past closing so that fans could get home. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. Also, I love the... I, I love the logistical thought. I don't know who on Beyonce's team was like, wait a minute. A lot of these people are going home with trains. Is there, a, you know, just to think that yeah, way yeah. is very tactical, very type A, whoever did that. Very much so. So, yeah, she wanted to make sure people got home safely. Um, so this is like 98 stations, 98 different mm. train stations had to stay open. Yeah. For an extra hour. That's neat. That is neat. Thanks, Bear. Thanks, Bear. Hey, one Bear. More, <laughs> one more note okay. on uh, Bear. Okay. Thanks, Bear. Evidently, we got it, Donna. Her Renaissance Tour rider reportedly demands brand new toilet seats in her backstage quarters. Not a bad ask. Yeah. Thinking little, of how many people use them. Yeah. It's a little, I guess. It's a little extra, but. It's a little. I mean, you could just have them, you know, washed. You don't have to have somebody come in with a screwdriver <laughs> and install <laughs> one every time for your precious butt. Guys. They're probably due for a swap out anyway. You know what? You're so unrelatable. You always side with the celebrity. You're a celebrity cider. You think so? They need to just wash that sucker down, Lysol wipe, boom, we're good. Wow, you think, Don't they I, you say think I'm, I'm... You often play devil's advocate for the celebrity. And it doesn't check out with most of how you live. That's what makes it weirder. I just don't really... I don't like when people say things like, well, they've got enough money. Like, how do you know what the, what their bills are like? How do you, you know? You always you know? get really defensive in this situation of, of that hypothetical yeah. argument. I wonder why. As though it leads people to believe that, that you I... are sitting on mounds of cash and like, how dare you say <laughs> I should donate more money? You don't know what I donate. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to repeat it. Your outfit backs you up. Thank you. Hey, wait. What are we Thank doing? You. We're having a good time. This I'm is wearing my a white t-shirt. This is all you can eat buffet pants. <laughs> Getting weighed. I got, I got stuff going on under here. <laughs> oh, the way the weigh-in happens to, today. Today, I had to reschedule. I was going to go yesterday, but um, I weighed myself this morning. and. Did you look? I did look, and it's not good. It's not good. I bet it's nowhere near as bad as you. I haven't noticed your body change at all. Mm, That's because you see me every day. Don't worry about it. Mike, say something I'm just trying to get healthy. I'm just trying to get healthy. Mike, you don't have to say anything. I will. You look fantastic. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. (laughs) Do you think I'm a celebrity cider? I, I, it's good to play devil's advocate from time to time. Maybe that's Someone's all Someone's got to take that side. Maybe Steve is just always going the opposite direction. You have to take the uh, side of the celeb. I'm like a man I, of the people! But I also understand, like, let's take Miranda Lambert, for example. I think she had every right to say something after these women were going on for so long, and they're right right in front of her. That's very distracting. You're back on team Miranda for that. I am on Team Miranda. Really? Absolutely. 
Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Don't Lecture Me Celebrity if I came and paid money to your show. I understand this one was a little different, smaller venue. Yes. But apparently then after we heard that that maybe wasn't Miranda's first time of giving a talking to of a crowd. I don't need to go to a concert, pay a lot of money, get excited, want to capture it, and then be lectured on a microphone. Go well, then behave be yourself. Mad about it. Be mad about it on the bus after. I don't know, Steve. Just imagine, imagine an artist is playing for you in a conference room. And there's, I don't know, 30 people in there, 40 people. And then you start doing your selfie thing and start like talking. That's how I'm picturing it. Even though in reality... It wasn't in a conference room. There were like, what, 1,500 or 2,000 people there? That's a small room. Comparatively to an arena, yes. 1,500? I don't know about that. But anyway, yeah, maybe I am a celebrity cider. Thank you. you. Don't they say you'd be better off licking the toilet seat than your steering wheel? (laughs) What does this have to do with the price of eggs? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you in, talking about in t- well beyonce with the new toilet seat that she demands on her tour i think they say you're better off licking a a, a a toilet seat than a steering wheel in terms of germs miguel what have you found recent studies have found that steering wheels are actually nine times dirtier than toilet seats nine so, times unless she's asking for a new steering wheel every time she gets into a car it's time to sit your Beyonce butt down on a toilet seat and do it just like the rest of us. It's wow. just your butt. It's our ham hocks. <laughs> <laughs> or you could put a seat cover on. Boy, and the little paper ones? Yeah. Or yeah, and they then you make have plastic like, ones too. You have to poke it through at the bottom because it's still like connected. So now you're like flicking the, the, the tissue paper so that it releases. Or you could just try to pee stream your way through it. May I be Wha- excused? <laughs> you, you gave me that bait and that okay. I know. Right, let's it's take a the whole thing. All right, see you later. Let's see what else is coming up in our show today. Um oh you know what? I have some things that'll make you go, huh, when we come back. Okay. This I don't think anybody anyone would know this, but I'll throw it out because some of you are real trivia aficionados. This actress was banned from going to McDonald's as a kid. <laughs> As a result of a Burger King commercial oh. that she appeared in. Oh. Think you know the actress? I'll tell you when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, friends. What's up? It's Stevie Boy uh, from my buddies over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. You know, I got to tell you how much I just love that place. It's a local treasure. This place is great. The quality of the experience is just really top-notch. And right now, the main stage show is drawing so much attention. Guys, it's Jersey Boys. And you need to see this production if you haven't already. It is packed with a compelling and heartfelt story. And it's loaded with all the great songs of Frankie Valley. Think about it. Sherry, Oh What a Night, Walk Like a Man, Ragdoll. This is a showcase of the music and the stories that made the Four Seasons so out of this world famous. And oh my goodness, uh, you're just going to love it. It's, it's, a, it's a story that I didn't know how it was going to end. There were twists and turns. I love how it's told. It's great. In addition, a wonderful concert series as well. Coming up, tributes to some musical giants like Bread, The Cars, John Denver, Led Zeppelin, and more. Also, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. They dish out laughs Friday and Saturday nights. Tickets can be found. Chanassendt.com. You got Hello. 
Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has some rando fun facts to share with everybody. But of course, I don't know where that thing is. Donna, we're bringing it back. Are we? Just like Grammar Police, we're bringing it back. It's time to find it on your soundboard again. A lot of people have said they've called the front desk and they think you're sabotaging this segment. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) Yes. Donna, <laughs> come on! All right, there was a, there was a, an actress who, when she was a child, was banned for a time from going to McDonald's as a result of a Burger King commercial that she was in. She was five years old at the time. the The commercial made fun of McDonald's hamburgers. How dare you! So McDonald's sued Burger King. They named her the five-year-old actress in the lawsuit, and she was banned from going to McDonald's as a kid. Name that actress. She went on to star in a show that featured fangs. Oh, um, this is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer person whose name is... It's a three-name name. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes! Donna, I do sense a new energy from you today. You're Thank doing you. great. Thanks, man. How about they named her in the lawsuit? Like Easy McDonald's. Like she's... she's five. <laughs> okay? Oh, my Holy gosh. Hannah. Huh. Could go for a McDonald's hamburger right now, not going to lie. Bleep, what do they do with their buns? What is it with the cheeseburger bun that they do? Why is it special? Satisfying. Oh. Satisfying, unique. Don't feel like I, I taste that kind of bun anywhere else. Sesame seeds? That comes on the Big Mac bun. Oops. But the individual cheeseburger bun is different. And I believe the Quarter huh. Pounder has a different bun as well. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Freeze-dried astronaut ice cream was never actually eaten by astronauts on any mission. It was developed for NASA. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But it never made it to space. So it's funny that we mention this. I tried astronaut ice cream for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago. And my, when we were in Florida, my brother-in-law went down to the Kennedy Space Center. He brought back astronaut ice cream for the kids to try. And so my daughter brought out this like ice cream sandwich, and I took it, and I immediately licked the ice cream. Okay. And I was like, what's this going to taste like? And then she was like, Dad, why are you licking it? Apparently, it, it is not creamy in texture at all. It is like licking styrofoam. Oh, wow. But they say that it was actually at one point ice cream, which is hard to believe because it tasted so 
so terrible. It was universally panned by everyone huh. who tried it. It was awful. No wonder it didn't make it to space because it sucked. Thank you. What was the name of the Donna? Okay. Are you just okay, going to keep you know letting what? it? You going to keep letting it breathe that much? You know what you're not doing? <laughs> a, you're not giving me much. B, at a minimum, I need clapping. We got to bring clapping back. I hate to make you clap for me like when Jeb Bush once asked a small group of supporters <laughs> after he gave what he thought was a rousing line, "Please clap." One of the greatest audio moments of all time ever recorded. How about if I do this in between? Sure. Or this. No, that's like a Save by the Bell dream sequence. Okay, that's fine. Do we have Jeb Bush asking? Uh, uh, listen to this, Donna. This is my favorite. This is me doing things that make you go, huh? World. Please clap. Why? And the like, clapping that you hear there is probably from like a late night show making fun of him. It was like he's like right, in a right, right, at right. a senior center, you know, talking about why coffee should be cheap again or something. <laughs> and, and then he says, "Let's hear it one more time." All right. To get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world, please clap. <laughs> please clap. And how he and says it. <laughs> and you hear the 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 uh, making a more peaceful world. The breathe in of like, I have a moment to catch my breath here. No, no one's doing anything. <laughs> I believe he uh, folded his campaign like days after that. Really? Shocking. Yeah. Remember when Howard Dean went nuts? It looked Please like he was going to win. Please don't listen to that. I'm not, Mike. No! I'm not. Please. Like but I mean... This would be like if I was ever a politician. Like, these are people who at one point had bright political futures, and then all of a sudden you get a weird thing, and it's like, uh, maybe we can't trust them. I don't know. Maybe they're too unhinged. It was one of my favorite well, moments. He had just won Iowa, guys, right? You have already got the picture here. I, I was about to say, you know, I, I'm sure there's some disappointed people here. You know what? You know something? No. You know something? He's no. getting jazzed. If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? We're doing good. You yeah. know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Larkin, no. we're going to South Carolina, there he goes. And Oklahoma, and Arizona, and North Dakota, and New Mexico, WWE. We're going to California, and Texas, and New York, and we're going to South Dakota, and Oregon, and Washington, and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> and that was where we jumped the shark. I mean, he may as well have just started singing like Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. Just do them alphabetically. Having a good time. Oh, man. That's, that was painful. Um, the first Mickey Mouse cartoon was blank. Uh, the, the one with the train. Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yes. Mike! It was shown before a gangster movie called Gang War in 1928. And did you know this? If you took every Major League Baseball player ever, they only number 20,459, which means they would not even sell out the smallest baseball stadium in Major League Baseball. Huh. That's how few Major Leaguers there have been. Wow. College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. 651-641-1071. Call now. We'll play. Bye now. Bye. 
Hey guys, right now I am on thecanopygroup.com. That's the website. You can check it out too. When you go there, you're going to see two red buttons on the page. Click either. They take you to the same place. It says get a quote. And that is how easily you can start your process of saving. New customers end up saving an average of $800 plus when they make the switch. Uh, I've had a my talker say, hey, I saved over 1200 bucks. Oh, by the way, I got better coverage too. Oh, and by the way, when I had to actually make an insurance claim, it was the fastest the process has ever gone that I had cash in hand to take care of what I needed covered. It's really seamless. The Canopy Group, I mean, I've met with these folks there before. Uh, they are really passionate about helping you save money and they're very confident that if you reach out to them they're going to save you money and they're going to get you better coverage it happens all the time and the professionals that they have working there they take pride in calling you and saying here's how much money we can save you so if you want to save a little money like we all do start saving today at thecanopygroup.com thanks for listening donna and steve here on my talk 1071 where talk is fun I'm sensing a gaping hole between your score and mine. Me too, and me like it. Me no like it. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. How smart the two of you are today as we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You mentioned that uh, lead. Steve's opening up a little yeah. bit, but it's all right. We've still got a lot of time left in this year. Okay. Uh, 8375 is where we sit right now. <laughs> and uh, today, though, we're going to do a little College of Pop Culture Knowledge that would have worked really well last Thursday as well, because did you know that today... Is International Cat Day? No! I saw that. Yeah. Oh, cool. International Cat out there. Day, and we're gonna we've done pop culture around cats. We've done TVs, movies. Today, it's all about cats and music. Oh, musical cats are what we're doing today, and we got Michelle to play along with us. Hi, Michelle. Hi. That's so nice to have you on the show. It's the Don and Steve experience. Uh, where are you calling us from? Egan. Oh yeah, the dirty South. Love it down there in Egan. The dirty um, South. <laughs> no, I mean that's a that's like a term that you okay. would use. It's like you know, that like doesn't it, sound like a nice term. All right, fine. <laughs> it was wow. intended as such. I'll change it. Um, tell me what's happening next in your day after you play this game with us. I am going to go pick up my Target order. <laughs> Good for <laughs> you. Very yeah. exciting. Hey, you ever um you ever tell them you're there before you're there? And like, because then you have to guess the the spot that's going to be open to. Yeah, no, I don't time. do that. All right. You know what, Michelle? I'm starting to feel like uh, maybe you and I didn't get off on the right foot. I insulted your oh, hometown I'm unintentionally. Um, but if it makes oh. you feel any better, Donna's been totally disengaged from this entire conversation, <laughs> and so well. you you have to choose who you want to team up with. Me, who has been accidentally offensive to you and i've probably said too much or donna who we didn't even remember was on the line yeah i think steve i'm gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself okay thank you michelle thank you i want to do you proud oh it's fine good luck guys bye bye donna all right michelle you're going on hold as well again we're doing uh some international uh, cat day trivia all around music Steve, really, how you I fought for this, and right. so I really hope I do her proud. Yes, here we are going to get started with this one. Here we go. 
1977 hit, named after an actual bacterial disease, is performed by Ted Nugent. Oh my gosh. Cat scratch fever. Twelve months earlier, Al Stewart released this song inspired by the Vietnamese uh, Zodiac Calendar. Year of the Cat? Brian Setzer led this short-lived wandering group whose biggest hit was Rock This Town. Oh, gosh. Say that again. Brian Setzer led this... Cat Daddies? Brian Setzer (laughs) led this short-lived wandering group whose biggest hit was Rock This Town. Wandering. Blues? No, Blues Traveler? No. Wandering. Oh, this is not good. One second. All right. Mm. All right, Michelle, you heard his answers for the first two. He never really came up with one for the third, I don't believe. Uh, how Did you uh, want that one repeated? Um, no, I think um, Stray Cats. You want to go with Stray Cats? Okay. How did yeah. you, uh, and what did you feel about the first two he gave? I'm good with it. You're good with those two? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Then let's uh, go ahead and put you back on hold. We'll bring Donna back in here. <sighs> okay. Uh-oh. That was fast. Shoot. Yeah, we'll see. I think you're going to do okay here, Donna. Okay, then. Daddy-o. Daddy-o. That's kind of right. cool. Let's get it going here with this one. Again, it's all about uh, International Cat Day, and it's all music and cats. Let's go with this one. This 1977 hit, named after an actual bacterial disease, was performed by Ted Nugent. Cat Scratch Fever. Twelve months earlier, Al Stewart released this song inspired by the Vietnamese Zodiac Calendar. The Year of the Cat. Brian Sedser led this short-lived wandering group whose biggest hit was Rock This Town. Stray Cats. Dang! Yeah! 18 seconds to spare. You want to change any answers? Give a shout-out, Donna. No. Um, hi, everybody. No, more uh, specific. Oh, a shout-out. Hey, uh, <laughs> shout-out to my girls, Susie and Laura. Uh, Amy. I would have shouted out teachers. I would have made it less personal. Oh, sorry. (laughs) What do you mean to do? Fine. All right, let's run through these answers. Uh, We'll start with the first one. 1977 hit named after an actual bacterial disease and performed by Ted Nugent. That indeed was Cat Scratch Fever. Yes! Woo! I left out out the pus part of the clue because apparently there's pus involved. Ew. Oh, Yeah. I think it's still a thing. Yeah, no, it definitely is. You get scratched by a cat? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, Twelve months earlier, Al Stewart released this song inspired by the Vietnamese Zodiac calendar. We're actually in it right now. <gasps> it is indeed the year of the cat. Yes, All right. Meow. Nice job, both Thank of you. you. And then finally, Brian Setzer led this short-lived wandering group whose biggest hit was Rock This Town. Donna said Stray Cats. Steve did not know the answer. Had he not gotten help from Michelle... No! He would have missed it, but she said Stray Cats. No. And we both went three for three. Nicely done, Michelle. Way to go, Donna. Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Oh, no. Means we're headed to a tiebreaker. Oh, man. Mm. Right. Don't be shy on this tiebreaker, Michelle, okay? Okay. You know how it works, Michelle. I'm going to read the question. At any point, if you think you know what the answer is, you yell out your name. I'll stop reading the question at that point. If you get it right, you're the winner. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets to hear the entirety of the question. Are the three of you ready to go? I'm scared. Yes. Ready. Yes. Tiebreaker International Cat Day. Here we go. This song was the theme to a movie of the same name. The song was written by Burt Bacharach and Hall David. It was performed by Steve. Steve. Feelings? Incorrect. It was performed by Tom Jones. 
What's new, Pussycat Donna? (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Oh, man. (laughs) What's new, Pussycat Donna? (laughs) It's the remix. But yes, you got it right. Great job, Donna. Thank you. Good job, Donna. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry, Michelle. No, well done, Donna. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you got some good stuff at Target. Yes, I did. That's good. Yeah. Michelle, you and I will... We'll do it again someday. Yeah. You, you know, did I great. You, <laughs> you got us into the tiebreaker, so had it not been for you, we, we would have been it would have been even worse. But way to go. Thank That's, you for listening. Oh, thank you guys. You're fun fun to listen to. Thank, oh, you, thank you, Michelle. Aw. I I shouldn't be so happy when the listener loses, but I can't help it. <laughs> Sorry. Eighty-three, uh, seventy-six, making up some ground. Yes, woo! Right. You're only down seven. Close that gap. Yeah, I got to win every day next week. <laughs> How dare you? Well, unless it's like Hank Williams Senior Week. What? How dare you? Unless it's just I you know, know things. I'm just slow. Moonshine and campfires. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to do a clean sweep. Remember what happened last time you did that, Steve? You made that comment about it being like some sort of spittoon country from 1983, <laughs> and the next day, that's exactly what it was. So don't tempt me. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> that's right. Hank Williams week on the yeah. way. The game maker has feelings. He is he's a he's a living, breathing human. He's not a machine. He's that's not right. AI. He could be persuaded. Oh man, do you have a tip? I do. All right, here it comes. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting Now, sometimes we share tips almost to debunk them. Almost to say, look, you're going to see this tip floating around. And the tip is, the tip is dumb. You mm, dig it? Yes. You should never use self-checkout, according to one criminal defense attorney. Why? She says it's too risky since you could get falsely arrested for shoplifting. Uh, okay, that's a little try hard. This feels like a criminal defense attorney who went on TikTok and was like, Hi, I'm a criminal defense attorney, and I'm telling you the one thing you shouldn't do is self check out, and here's why. Because that's how all attorneys talk. That's how all TikTokers talk. <laughs> There's a lot of like the same cadence of, I needed something new in my routine in the morning, and so here's what I tried. Mushroom coffee has changed the way that my mornings are. I used to wake up sort of foggy, but now there's a new pep in my step, and I don't feel the crash from after the caffeine. And it's all so fast, and I'm like, what the hell? Um, here's why. Oh, she says, her name is Carrie Jernigan, and she says you should never do self-checkout. Stores have large, sophisticated teams that examine the tapes of all self-checkout looking for shoplifters. So if you accidentally take something, once they do inventory and figure out that they're off, they'll look through the tapes, and then they could report you to the police. Or they could just make a mistake on inventory and wind up falsely accusing you. Either way, you're looking at a legal nightmare, she says, that is expensive and stressful. But if you must still use self-checkout, she says, only use it on small orders. Use your credit card for proof of what you paid. Keep your receipt and go slowly so the cameras see everything you scan. Oh, yeah, that's exactly why I go to self-checkout is to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Dumb. Yep. Nope. 
Thank Not you. a tip. Thanks for bringing it to the show. That's a fake tip, and we need to tell you, don't take every tip. That's a fake tip. So basically, so strongly. don't trust us. No. Donna, <laughs> you would be really bad at PR. Trust us, because we brought to you a tip that people are just lapping up, like cats lap up milk in an alley. And we're saying, don't. Don't be fooled. This is a dumb tip. Okay. You debunked the tip. All right. Thank you for debunking that tip, Steve. Thank you. You're different today. You're different. No, I'm not different. You are not yourself. <laughs> We got to go. We're going to come back, though. We're going to be better. And we're going to laugh. Bring your laughter mouth. Because when we come back, I saw a list of demotivational poster ideas. Okay? You know those motivational posters? Yes, 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 yes. Sure. These are demotivational posters. So we'll go through some of these when we return. It's John and Steve on my talk. Good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm having fun. How about you, Steve? Okay. Yeah. Because it's a Tuesday. It sure is, Steve. And what do we do on Tuesdays, D-Bone? We talk like babies. Gaga. Goo goo. Are we still on the air? I don't know. Surprisingly, yes, we are. Do you remember back in the... Late 90s, early 2000s, those motivational posters were really all the rage. Like if you had an office, a traditional office, and you did not have one of those motivational posters, mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell? You like with an eagle flying yeah. or a beach scene. It would say like resilience. Right. <laughs> they, were, they were so fun. I, I My brother had one. Um, and I remember it was like, I think he had one. I hope I'm not making this up. It was footsteps on a golf course. <laughs> so like wet footsteps early in the morning. And it was like somehow communicating that someone who wakes up really early to be the first one out on the course to work on their game, mm. you know, but that, you know, you could get integrity, survival. Oh, yeah. You'll have like change. A, a big, a lion. Like a lion's face, and it just says excellence. Integrity has this big boulder out of uh, like the ocean, and it says, "Oh, son of a gun, a pop up at." It says, <laughs> "Do what you know is right, always, with commitment to your deepest convictions. You stand tall against time and tide. Integrity. Mm. Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Word." In this office, we are a team. Core values. Okay. (laughs) Pursue your passion. I've got one change. It's a butterfly. Because I don't know if you've read the start of that book, but it starts as a caterpillar. (laughs) Oh, wow. Dare to dream. Change. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Socrates. Leadership. Leadership is action, not position. Mm, yes, Lake Queen. <laughs> Wait, I got one more. Okay. Goal. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Wow. That's the truth. This is funny. This is totally you. 
Donna. This is so you. You were the guy with like the inspiration a day rip out, you know, calendar. Yeah, sorry for trying to feed myself positive affirmations instead of freaking binging Dateline all night and then wondering why I'm so anxiety-ridden. Not you, a different Donna. (laughs) She watches murder shows about people being stuffed in trunks and is always like, what? Oh, gosh, why are you here? Donna, I'm just your coworker walking into the room that we both share. (laughs) Wonder what all that jumpiness is rooted in. Anyway, back to the motivational poster. Do what is right, not what is easy. Action. These are are demotivational posters. Love it. Someone put out there on uh, the old internet. It's on cheeseburger.com. I love their work. (laughs) Spelled (laughs) C-H-E-E-Z. Here's one. Mike, do you have any inspirational music that we could play underneath this? Something, I don't know. It's going to work. Don't worry. Oh, this is that. Okay. Listen to these, Donna. These are for you, okay? Okay. Motivation. Do what you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Because that field isn't hiring. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Laugh at that, Donna. <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay. I'm, I'm really getting right. into the music, though. All right. Can I get the music a little louder? It's coming. Right. It really picks up here in a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just stick around, everybody. If you're parked, just idle in the parking lot because this music is about to wreck you. Healthy. The slowest possible rate at which you can die. Okay. Hey, Donna. I I want to be sincere in my response. Since when? I don't know. Underachievement. The tallest blade of grass is the first to be cut by the lawnmower. That's good. Underachieve. (laughs) Uniqueness. Even if you're one in a million... There's still about 7,500 of you out there. What? That's based on like a billions. You know, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet. So even if you are one in a million, that means there's 7,500 other yous out there. Let's try a different one, Donna. Sounds good. The lottery. The odds of you dying on your way to purchase a ticket are greater than the odds of you winning the jackpot. (laughs) That's That's the one. That's good. That's the one. That's the one. All right. Here's here's a good one for you. I feel like I'm shopping at Von Mar. Oh, yeah. I love it when a pianist is like, you know what? Screw it. I didn't find the sweater I wanted. I'm going to play music now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool. Now that should be on a poster. Okay. Here we go. Motivational posters. Demotivational. Today. It's the first day of the rest of your life. But so was yesterday, and look how that turned out. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, yeah, all right, true. this is fine. Here we go. Hope, always the first step on the road to disappointment. That's that one. Relationships. Mm. Sure, there are plenty of other fish in the sea, but you're not anywhere near the sea. You're in the desert. <laughs> alone. <laughs> okay, okay, they're picking up, they're picking up. Final one. Two more. Okay. Responsibility. Relax. If your job really mattered so much, wouldn't your company have someone better doing it? (laughs) (laughs) 
And finally, uh. the motivational poster from cheeseburger.com. Because <laughs> we are your source for the base of the internet. Trust. A sheep spends its whole life fearing the wolves, only to be eaten by the shepherd. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. So, Don, I encourage you today. Yeah. Go out there. Underachieve. Set the bar low. Okay. Overpromise. Underdeliver. I will. When Thank given you. the choice between activity or just sitting again, sit again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about how many times we're like, I should sit back down. Oh, yeah. I love sitting. Sitting is great. Your butt doesn't like it all the time because it really can impact its shape. I don't think you flatten your butt by yes, sitting you do. on it. Yes, you do. I think that nope. a butt becomes flat by a lack of focus on the gluteus maximus muscles inside of a gymnasium. It responds to resistance training. Okay, all right. What, get, Donna? Get your own poster. I'm just saying. No, if you want bigger I glutes, think... if you want a bigger butt, it's not like we need to get rid of these chairs. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm just saying that it can change the shape at the bottom, where the lines are. It doesn't affect the bottom where the lines Google are. It. Google it. I dare you. Google sure it. Safe searches. So wait. So that means you've <laughs> already googled. Is the chair making my butt flat? No, I'm just challenging you. Because I bet it's out there, and I bet there are pictures. Do chairs? Uh, all right. <laughs> butts. The sitting flat. Okay, the sitting. Make your okay. Butt it flat. said no to that. Your butt. Your butt does not flatten from the force of the chair. The real danger factor is staying seated for long periods of time. Although many people believe the force of sitting on a chair flattens your buttocks, it does not. Okay, I stand corrected. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> back to I know one. I sit corrected. I meant to say. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have got a dirt alert, and then uh, good news for Ryan Gosling. More good news. That next.